Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. Uh, London police are looking for help from the public as they investigate who shot a Canadian goose with an arrow. It's the second time this has happened in 2019. Goose was found on Sunday in Gibbons Park. It was taken to uh, Salt Haven Re- Wildlife Rehabilitation for treatment. It's recovering back on January 17th. Another goose was found shot uh, by uh, uh, by someone in Springbank Park. Both goose survived or geese survived. Police investigating. We need to start putting lasers, freaking lasers on the geese so they can defend themselves. <laughs> it's about time. They're pretty nasty. They usually can defend themselves, but not at with ranged yeah. weapons, unfortunately. <laughs> Imagine this guy sitting with the with the arrow and he's got it pointed at a goose and he just feels a tap on his shoulder. <laughs> turns around, it's a beak. <laughs> 20 of his uh, goose buddies. <laughs> when, they, when, the, uh, when they do that hissing noise, it's freaky. I ride my bike down through there. And if you get too close, they just the, the tongue sticking out. Are, <laughs> they're like little dinosaurs. I'm not uh, saying you should shoot geese with arrows, but I can see how someone would pick one. <laughs> oh, come on, Dev. What? We're trying to find this guy. I'm not. No, I'm not <laughs> saying you should do the law. I'm no. I, I understand. I can understand how someone could come to the conclusion. I want to shoot that goose <laughs> with an arrow. I'm not saying you should do it. You're saying the goose is, are, the is goose an instigator. Has it coming? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, Canada geese can be quite annoying, so I can see how someone could ha- reach their breaking point and do it. <laughs> well, that's 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 bad? It's strange. Uh, well, I thought maybe they were shooting the, the goose for uh, sustenance. Game? Yeah, they wanted to eat it, cook it and eat it. Maybe if you had no food, yeah. all you have is a bow and arrow. I just think it's some jerk with doing target practice. Yeah. Yeah, just some jerk. Some Hawkeye wannabe. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see you Connor McGregor announcing last night on Twitter that he is going to be retiring from the UFC, from mixed martial arts fighting. Peacock, do you believe him, or is this just a negotiation tactic so he can get more money next time he fights? I don't believe it. I, I think this is uh, a work uh, with him in UFC. Uh, what I didn't know, I was reading the story this morning uh, when I first woke up. He was on Jimmy Kimmel, uh, sorry, yeah, Jimmy Fallon last night talking about how he was in talks with UFC to return to the Octagon in July. Then at like 1.18 this morning, he tweets out that he's retiring. And uh, they get, so then uh, ESPN had a a whole report. They talked to uh, Dana White. Dana White says he thinks it's for real because uh, Conor McGregor's done this before. did this three years ago, said he was going to retire and didn't. Mm-hmm. And so he says, you know what? I wish him the well, I wish him the best. I wish him well. He's got a great whiskey business. You know, he'll be fine. Well, maybe that's what's going on here. He does have a great whiskey business. So maybe it sounds like you're saying risky business with a lisp when you say whiskey business. <laughs> whiskey it's business. a very whiskey business. <laughs> My favorite Tom Cruise movie is whiskey business. <laughs> <laughs> Just put those old records off the shelf. You know, if you think that his his retirement is serious, you just got to read his tweet a little closely. It's like, hey guys, quick announcement. I've decided to retire. (laughs) Quick announcement. I've decided to retire from the sport formerly known as mixed martial art today. I wish all my old colleagues well going forward in competition. I now join my former partners on this venture already in retirement. Proper pina coladas on me, fellas. You think maybe he had a couple of his own whiskeys and just drunk tweeted his own retirement? 
Probably, I mean, Quick I, note. I think he's working with the UFC just to build up uh, a little, uh, little excitement for whenever his next fight is going to be. So what is next? Is he going to fight Khabib again round two? Or like, what's left for his career at this point? GSP's retired. That was the other hyped up fight they were looking towards. Him or, I mean, any? I think one of the reasons, one of the, I, I feel like UFC's kind of lumbering around right now. They need some excitement. So just him coming back to the sport. It's like, oh, Conor McGregor's doesn't, coming back. It doesn't matter who he fights doesn't now. Matter it's who like, he fights. oh, uh, the guy that we loved is, is returning to the octagon from his whiskey business. He's going to do some roundhouse kicks. <laughs> I'm going to sneak up very, very quiet, Uncle Beeb. Rascally Wesson. Talking about Cardi B, the rapper, said on the weekend Instagram Live that, quote, I used to strip. I would go, oh, yeah, you want to F me? Yeah, 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 let's go back to this hotel. And then I'd drug them and I'd rob them. So she admitted to drugging guys and robbing them back in the day. And <laughs> we think if a, if a male celebrity admitted to that, his career would be over. What do you think? Hi, FM 96. Uh, hey, I just wanted to comment on what you guys were just talking about on the air. Yeah, I, I want to hear from a woman. This is great. So Cardi B admits to drugging guys and robbing them back when she was a stripper. Yeah, um, they didn't have it coming to them. I don't think that's any different than uh, victim blaming a female. Mm-hmm. Um, that's no different than somebody saying, oh, she was asking to be raped because she was wearing a short skirt or a crop top. Yeah. Um, or she was out drunk at a club. I don't think it's any different. I think it's disgusting. Do you agree that if this was a man, a male um, artist, admitting that he used to do this to women, that his career would be over? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Game over. No questions asked. So what do you think is going to happen? This will just all blow over, though, right? Like uh, a, a week will go by and something new will happen? Probably. Um, it's unfortunate with the Me Too movement. I think that, you know, I think females need to be held accountable just as much as males do. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know that anything will come of it. You know what it's like? It's like, uh, Barbara Streisand on the weekend, uh, defending Michael Jackson. Yeah, that was weird, too. Yeah, she said that the guys were happy to be there. The kids were happy to be there, the ones who got molested or claimed they got molested. And they're married now with children, so it didn't kill them. Michael was just doing what he had to do. His sexual needs are his sexual needs. Like That is crazy to say. Are you saying that if a dude said that, he'd be if, held to a higher standard, well, too? Well, if a dude said it or someone who wasn't Barbara Streisand said it, I think if the majority of people said that and they weren't Barbara Streisand, everyone would go nuts. Yeah. She did not. Did she actually say that? Did she actually say his Yes. That's she, a quote. she came back and apologized for it. Oh, my God. That's unreal. That's uh, that's gross. Yeah. If we're going to be outraged uh, one way, we got to be outraged both ways. That's true yeah. equality, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Hi, FM 96. Hey, buddy. How are you? Good. What's up? Oh, I'm just calling about that Cardi B. Yeah. I think that's, I'm not trying to stick up for her, but that's kind of the difference between men and women, right? What? So with that whole Bill Cosby thing, they were promised fame and fortune. And that's the unfortunate part about it, right? Where with guys, they were promised sex. Uh-huh. 
You know what I mean? So, I don't think the bad thing is they were they were promised fame and fortune and not given it. Is that they were assaulted and drugged? Right. It doesn't. Yeah. Re- does yeah. it really matter the context if you're drugging someone and then committing a crime while that person is unconscious? And, and that's what I, I, I'm getting. One hundred percent. A crime's a crime, right? Yeah. But, um, it's not right what she did, and uh, I don't know. It's just you know when I've gone to the strip bar, you've gone to the strip bar. Um, back in my day, you know, and I've had girls, hey, you're cute, you should come back to my place. Nope, that's a red flag. Nope, nope, Really? Nope. Nobody's ever asked me. Maybe I'm not cute. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. It's, hey, you just don't look druggable, Jim. <laughs> You'd be surprised. <laughs> party with us. No, no, it stays here. I'm going home. No question these right. guys have put themselves in a, a dangerous yeah. situation, but that doesn't mean that you should be bragging about drugging them and taking their yeah. money. That's, uh, that's, I think she's going to get in some trouble for this one. Now, whether or not guys start stepping forward, we'll see. Here's another text message. Hey, Taz and Jim, this does happen in the area. I was drugged, went to a strip club with some friends. We got drugged in the club. We got robbed. The cops didn't believe us, but the doctor confirmed that we were telling the truth after doing some tests. You've probably never been been drugged, Jim, because they see how little money you have in your wallet. (laughs) Not even worth (laughs) my time. Insufficient funds. Uh, Here is a text message. Taz and Jim, I'll tell you guys a little story. Back in the 80s, I was a dancer. That's what we prefer to be called. Anyways, I had a guy ask me how much it would cost to be effed. So I told him $300. He grabbed a room, a hotel room. I asked the guy working the, the night desk to call me a cab in 10 minutes. Went up to the room, told Buddy he had to give me the money before I went in the room. He did, and I said I was going to go take a shower. Um, I told him he needed to go take a shower. While he was in the shower, I got in my cab and went home. <laughs> what a disappointing exit from that shower. It was the 80s, and I was so insulted that he even asked me, just because I'm a dancer doesn't mean I'm a prostitute. FYI, I'm not proud of it. But he asked to be effed, so I effed him out of $300. <laughs> yeah. You, you robbed a man. The FM 96 March Madness Tournament of uh, 64 Small Towns. One of them will be named Greatest Small Town in the FM 96 Listening Area. Congratulations to the winners yesterday. Blythe is moving on. Took out Arva. Thamesford over Norwich. Tilsonburg. They're going after it. 74% of the vote over Harrietsville. And Forest won over Watford. Some of the matchups today we're looking at from the north. We've got Thorndale versus Hensel, Jim. Yes, Thorndale, Ontario, Taz. What a beautiful place. People born in Thorndale are often referred to as thorny toads. Shout out to the Thorndale repair shop right next to the unofficial social hub, Sassy's Restaurant. Oh, I've been to Sassy's. Oh, where they give you food with a side of tood. They've got muffins, deli meat, pizza, wings, and BBQ propane tank exchange. (laughs) Ah, yes, propane tank exchange. That's why at Sassy's they say... If your food's not cooked just right, take it home and cook it yourself, ugly. They're taking on Hensel this morning. If you don't believe in flat earth, well, you've never been to Hensel. Home of the Hensel Co-op, 
Some say Hensel Co-op is so big, you can see it from the top of the Exeter Water Tower. Wow. A review on Google says, Hensel Co-op has amazing staff and it's an amazing place with good beans. When you leave Hensel, the <laughs> sign literally says, it's bean, good to see you. Well, Hensel, I've got a couple of other ideas for you. How about Hensel is cool beans? Or you don't look like you're from around here. What? Two other options for the back of their sign. Know, Hensel is cool beans, and I was you don't look for, like you're from around here. I was waiting for another bean pun. Nope. Nope. Just you another small town saying. <laughs> from the east, we've got Sweeberg taking on Teeterville. Ah, yes. Sweeberg is known for its syrup-making family, the Jakeman family, syrup royalty, the hostess with the mostest glucosis, the top brasses, of Canadian molasses. Yes, I'm talking about the Jakeman family. And hey, near Sweeberg, they have Trillium Woods Provincial Park. And at Trillium Woods Provincial Park, you can see your very own sugar maple trees, along with white ash, black hairy, and bitternut hickory. They're taking on Teeterville today, home of Shane Bergman, CFL two-time Grey Cup champ, also home of the Teeterville Pioneer Museum. Ever pondered how old people churned butter and made rugs? No? Well, then don't go to Teeterville. <laughs> Boy, those pioneers were just like your friend with annoying spouse. They sure know how to settle. If you've ever wanted to learn how to make soap without joining a fight club, embark on a journey to Teeterville Pioneer Museum. And out of the West, Jim Kelly, we're looking at Alveston versus Lobo. That's right. Alvinston, named after that mischievous chipmunk, because the people of Alvinston, Ontario, are nuts. Is it Alvinston or Alveston? It's Alvinston. There's a typo that was on our website okay. that I have since amended, Taz. Alvinston. You huh? missed it because I said the people of Alvinston are nuts. But seriously, take a trip to Flavortown at the Alvinston Monroe Honey and Meadery for a fun, safe, and legal buzz. I haven't been to a good meadery in a while. Well, Taz, you haven't lived until you've taken a swig of cranberry dry mead and danced to John Denver at the Canadian Slovak Hall in Alvinston. They are taking on Lobo today. Yes, the friendly town between Sarnia and London, also known as what's quicker? Nairn or Agramont. Lobo is also known for the Canada Curling Stone Company. I don't want to tell you how to spend your own money, but I swear on the soul of Glenn Howard, Canada Curling Stone's Blue Hone Granite, in my opinion, is the best bang for your buck when it comes to stone. Yes, they're loco <laughs> in Lobo for curling. <laughs> All right. We've also got Candyville. Versus Straffordville. Yes, Candyville, Ontario. Although it sounds like something you keep getting invited to play on Facebook, it's actually a town south of Elmer. Yes, their motto in Candyville is, get your candy ass to Candyville. The most popular thing tourists do in Candyville is not blink so they don't miss it. They're taking on Stratford in this round. Or sorry. They're taking on Straffordville. Yeah, common mistake. Sounds like a president's choice near brand ripoff of Stratford, <laughs> Ontario. 
know, but no, this is Straffordville. Nickname Sandy Town. Odd nickname, seeing how the town is not located on the beach. I believe they call it Sandy Town because all the people coming back from the beach at Port Burwell take a pit stop at the Sandy Town Variety Store and bang their shoes out. Yes, Straffordville. It's best known currently for that one time all the high school students wore a red shirt and formed a giant S in the field, and then the gym teacher climbed a silo and took a photo. Straffordville, Ontario. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. If you think one of those towns is the greatest small town in the FM 96 listening area, you got to call your friends, call your neighbors. Get them all online to vote now at FM96.com. It is the March Madness Tournament of 64 Small Towns. Taz, Jim, and Devin Peacock here. I've told you guys that my son Grayson loves hockey, right? Obsessed with it. Daddy, play hockey with me. Daddy, play hockey with me. I can't sit down. He's always pulling me up to play mini sticks, which is fun. And uh, sometimes when we're playing, we'll put, if there's a game on, we'll put it on TV. And I had one on on Saturday uh, when we were down in the basement. And uh, Grayson started yelling something at the TV. And I, for a second, I couldn't figure out what he was saying. And I was like, oh, that's hilarious. I, I, I got it. I'm going to play this for you here, see if you can catch what he's saying. He's looking at the hockey players on TV, and he starts uh, saying this. Who are those guys, buddy? Cherries. No. Who are those guys, buddy? Cherries. And? Allotton. <laughs> Cherry and Allotton? I got Flurry. Flurry, yes, he, he said Flurry. And the other one is? Allotton. Allotton. No. Here, I'll play the whole thing. Who oh. are those guys, buddy? And? It's Flurry and Ovechkin? Yeah. Oh. Are they your favorite hockey players? Yeah. Flurry. And? Ovechkin. <laughs> it sounds like he's got his two fingers hooked in his mouth as he's trying to pronounce things. Flurry and Ovechkin, his two, his two favorite players. He's got, uh, we got, his cousin actually gave him a couple of little uh, of those NHL action figures. Some old ones, and one of them's Ovechkin, the other one's Flurry. So now he thinks every hockey player <laughs> is Flurry and Ovechkin. <laughs> Pretty cute, huh? Yeah, that's cute. Well, uh, Ovechkin had a big day yesterday. He was visiting the Oval Office. Yes, he was. I actually have a clip here. Uh, visiting Trump with the rest of the Washington uh, Capitals. What about you, MVP? Do you want to say a couple of words? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> My speech is going to be much easier than uh, I was in parade. Um, but thank you very much uh, uh, for having us. It's a huge honor for us to be here, uh, meet you uh, personally. And, um, you know, we're going to try to do it again. Um, like I said, uh, we have the same team, um, experienced team, very good group of guys. And uh, uh, we're going to try to do it again. Thank you. I think you're going to be successful. Thank you. Very proud of you guys. Now come in here for a hug. <laughs> Very proud, like you watched one game. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, what sport is this again? 
Did the entire team go? Did anyone not show up? There Holtby didn't go. And uh, Tim Connolly didn't mm-hmm. go. For political reasons? Hol- Holtby's Canadian. And he's a, a gay rights uh, activist, or at least cares about the subject, and said it was against his uh, political leanings. Connolly just said that... Uh, Connolly just doesn't like McDonald's hamburgers. <laughs> well, I was going to say, did they get McDonald's? Because I'd be a little upset if... I mean, yeah. You know, if you're, a, if you're a hockey player, it's probably not part of your regular diet, but, you know, it's a cheat day. If the president <laughs> offers you fast food, you do you imbibe. I'm not saying I wouldn't. I would, I would I'd take a couple of Big Macs, a little here, a little there. Uh, John Carlson, former London Knight, had a bit of a back and forth with Trump yesterday. Uh, he was talking about because he was a high-scoring defenseman, obviously, and so the Trump said he used to like uh, Bobby Orr. So we know uh-huh. he knows Bobby Orr, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, maybe Trump does know his hockey. Carlson huh? said that uh, he's not as good as Bobby Orr, <laughs> <laughs> which none of us really are. <laughs> nice did, little back and forth. Did Trump recognize him as like? Is he studying? Do you think before, or do these guys? I think come he was in told. And, yeah, they're introducing themselves, or he has someone whispering in his ear, right? Well, they're all crushed around him, yeah. too, so Carlson was, like, standing almost, like, r- directly behind him. And if you hear at the start, it sounds like he doesn't know who Ovechkin is, actually, because he just calls him, oh, what about you, MVP? Like, he just got the briefest of brief notes. <laughs> so what about you, MVP? Do you want to say a couple of words? <laughs> yeah, sure. Or, because he's Russian, he's pretending he doesn't know him. <laughs> right? Well, that's what, that's what the New York Times uh, headline was. Washington's most popular Russian in brackets, and his teammates honored at the White House. And then half the article is about how close Ovechkin is with Putin. Doesn't even really talk about hockey. It's like, oh, he's got Putin's number. He's got Putin's personal number. If the Mueller report couldn't do it, they're going to find a way with the NHL. <laughs> oh, that's uh, My son, this is controversial because my son is Ukrainian and the Ukrainians and Russians oh. don't get along very well, so mm-hmm. hopefully my wife isn't listening right now to hear that... Uh, that our little guy loves. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a uh, an old friend in studio with us here, Dave Schram. How are you? Good. How are you? You got the music going and everything. <laughs> yeah, that's how we do it around here. Oh, We're geez. This is FM 96. This is the big league. This is how we do it. <laughs> the Amazing Race. Uh, is how many people in the area would know you. You were uh, how long ago were you on the Amazing Race Canada? Um, I like to say uh, six years and thirty pounds ago. <laughs> that's, that's how I measure things. You got the Amazing Waste going on. <laughs> oh there. wow! Okay. Oh, you, you don't need to pinch me when you say it. Jeez. Uh, but this is so neat. They're giving you and uh, and your partner on the, on the show a yep. chance to come back and compete again. Jet Black and yourself are in this uh, Canada Choice voting process, which is going on social media right now. Yes, yeah. So they decided they're, they're doing, I think, like the 10 regular teams. We'll, we'll call them noobs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they have a vote for the remaining spot, and it's split between three old us being the oldest because we're you know we're season one yeah right? we're we're vets yeah oh geez you're, yeah you're up against frankie and amy from season four to a mother-daughter combo and mm-hmm. brent and sean two brothers from season three yeah four losers in my opinion oh yeah i mean i don't like to call them losers <laughs> did, i can't but, yeah. remember did you guys win did you guys yeah, win yeah, amazing we, race yeah pretty much we pretty, pretty much pretty won the much. hearts and minds of. <laughs> but you didn't. You didn't go all the way. You didn't win the grand prize. You know, no. I mean, in the 
No, we didn't. We I, didn't. I do. I, we we I, made it to the last. Okay, so we made it to the last, the second last episode. I knew you went far. Yeah, we did. And I can't remember if you want or not because it's true. You were the fan favorites. Mm-hmm. Like you guys, that show was the Jet and Dave show, as far as I'm concerned. Thank you. Yeah, no, we they were great, and we had so much fun. And uh, you know, honestly, some some things are just are bigger than half a million dollars. You know, just yeah. uh, you like know, Jets I didn't miss biceps. that money at all. <laughs> I didn't miss that money at all. Uh, no, I. Yeah, no. Uh, I think you're still wearing the same hat that you oh, had on. Dude, I literally set. wore this so you'd recognize me. I, I didn't want to go by and who's that? That looks like a guy who ate Dave. No, so yeah, we didn't win, but hey, season seven, we're going to. Yeah. It, it, Jets uh, living in Toronto now. Yeah, so he um, he traded in his gun for a pillow, so he's a firefighter now. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he used to be a London police officer. He was a London police officer. Now he's uh, Toronto Fire, so he's living in uh, the big city, you know, and he's he's paying the big rent. Let's see if we can for get the him little here. place. He's gonna need that half a million dollars. Oh for yeah, rent, eh? oh yeah, that'll be a down payment on a parking spot. <laughs> I think he's in the gym right now, probably. Yeah. Hey, is this uh, Jet Black? Go for Jet. Uh, Jet, you're live on the radio here in London, Ontario, FM 96. Oh, my favorite city. Yeah. <laughs> and we've got, are, the, uh, are those weights that we hear in the background? Clink, clink. Hey? No. Are you lifting right now? I'm just at the uh, museum. <laughs> don't, sk- don't skip leg day. Are you skipping leg day right now? I'm exercising my mind, guys. Yeah, there's 4K televisions now. People can tell if you have skinny legs if you get back on the Amazing <laughs> yeah. Race. Guys, I'm doing 100 curls right now. Oh, boy. Hamstring curls. Uh, have you two been hanging out since the Amazing Race, Jet? Uh, we've got Dave here in the studio with us. Are you guys uh, still palling around, or is this going to be a reunion for you two as well? Well, if we can just quickly take your mind back to when we were eliminated in Newfoundland, I don't mind being honest that I haven't brought myself to be able to speak to him since. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back bad memories. A little bit of the blame game going on. Oh, wow. Look, should we start it? <laughs> yeah. Okay, start from episode one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you are, you're excited for this opportunity, Jet. And uh, you, can you get out of work? Like now that you're a big-time firefighter in Toronto, will they give you a couple weeks off to go and fly around the country? Who's going to get the cats I out of the trees? I am a big time firefighter. Thanks for not making me say it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think if all goes well, the uh, department's pretty excited for this opportunity to go and represent them as well as I did the, the London police. So, fingers crossed, if we can get some support, we'll make it happen, baby. Right on. Well, it's all people need to do if they want more Jet and Dave is go online and use the hashtag vote Jet and Dave. Do it as many times as you can. Tell your yes. friends about it. Go yes. I'm so you know what? People have so much free time these days, right? <laughs> so, you know, when you're going to the bathroom, when you're watching Netflix, you can go on the C T V site and you can just vote over it's unlimited. And we need these votes because yeah. You know, it's the, whoever has the most time is going to win this thing. So we need Londoners to just, you know, sit there and click, click, click. It's just, it's, 
It's really shameless. This is this is London's year to be on the Canadian spotlight, I think. You know, we just Junos, had the Junos. Yeah. Jet and Dave can rep London again. This uh-huh. is the time. Do you feel like you'll have a target on your back, though? Jet, what do you think? Being the 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 veterans coming into a, a game with all new players, do you think they'll try and get rid of you guys early on? Okay, but you need to understand that we were on the show seven years ago. I haven't got any younger, my knees especially. I'm hoping they'll take it a little easy on the geriatric crew. <laughs> I found I found a gray hair in my left sideburn the other day. Oh, no. Yanked it. Mm. I'm glad. I was worried when you said on my yeah. left. I, was, yeah, I, I found a gray hair nervous. on my left <laughs> sideburn. Okay. Well, I can't find it anywhere else. I'm done. Oh, <laughs> I mean, when you shave, it's hard to find yeah. any, anything, right? Exactly. You just trim them up. You're, <laughs> you're going to be okay. No one will notice, Jet. <laughs> Jet and Dave, vote for them. We'll post a, uh, a link on on the Taz Show blog at fm96.com. Hashtag vote Jet and Dave. Let's get our boys from London, Ontario back on the amazing race Canada. Thanks for coming by this morning, Dave. Thanks for having me, guys. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or fm96.com.